And we are live on Facebook and on Instagram, but we are not live on the Not So Fresh podcast. What up, everybody? You are now tuning in to the Not So Fresh podcast. I already fucking said that shit. But anyways, (laughs) my name is Sasso. I will be your host for today and your other hosts are also here. Uh, This is number 33. This podcast has been brought to you by some hard, sweaty working men and some big dick motherfuckers here. So go ahead and introduce yourself to Still. Oh yeah, hello ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Sorry, I'm typing right now. He didn't get to finish. (laughs) Or did he? Or did he? Let us check your pants. <laughs> Anyways, um, also in the house, we have Mr. 99 himself. <laughs> Give it up for the world famous Rockstride, ladies and gentlemen. What up? We are drinking drinking Red Bull, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it has a label on it. I think it has the Glenlivet. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we also have Mike's in the house. Say what up, Mike. He doesn't have a mic, so we'll give him a mic. What up, what up? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Mike. We missed you. No, you did. Yeah. retirement. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We're doing Ninja Turtles 5. <laughs> Dang. Uh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, Norm, it's okay to laugh, dude, all right? Yeah. It's a fucking joke. And we have some very, very special guests today on yes. the Not So Fresh podcast. Um, we're going to start off by introducing Norm Rockwell. Give it up. What up? I didn't know I was a guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're pardoned. You're totally pardoned. That isn't a penis in your face, Norm. That isn't a, fe- a, a penis. Fuck, I'm hella fucking Filipino right now. What? A penis. Diva, it's a penis. Anyways, um... Yeah, Norm, dude. How's it been? How's it going? Pretty good. Yeah? I, last life. time I saw you, I was super drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's always good to see you when I'm drunk. Uh, so, Nor- if, for those that don't know Norm Rockwell, he is a heavy, heavy, heavy hitter on here in San Diego and San- uh, DJ scene. Uh, this guy has been fucking active since ever since I can fucking remember. Probably way before I moved here, so that's like, well... Well over 20 years? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) How long have you been DJing for, dude? Since like 95, 96. Wow. Oh, damn. Yeah. 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 A little over. 20, 22 years. 20 something. 23 years, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the 20 year thing. Yeah, to the decade. To the hip hop. To the hip hop. (laughs) Dedication. 20 plus years to this culture. Uh, Anything else? Shit. Anything else you want to share with us about yourself, Norm? Had a kid. Congratulations. Good. I have yeah. two kids. How's fatherhood? It's fun, right? 
Yeah. Having kids. Making yeah. kids. Yeah. Making kids. <laughs> that's that's the fun part. Oh, the fun part is definitely yeah. making making the kids. Speaking of which. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I think. Uh, our guest here. Wait, wait, wait. We, huh? uh, we haven't introduced him yet. Let's, I know, uh, I wanna, but we haven't said any names. But I, I want to say his name, his accolades, and all the credits that he has. He's a highly, highly decorated DJ. Um, probably has been DJing 20 plus years. Yeah. Um, uh, from what I know, he was touring with Jay-Z. Um, was the first... DJ with turntables and was doing some scratching for the in presidential inauguration for Barack Obama. Yeah. Damn. Ba- Barry, I know Barry. Obama. But yeah, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> smoked, smoked trees with that dude. <laughs> um, shit, dude. Uh, he's he. What else have he's 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 done shit with uh, big brands like the NBA and BMW. Some fucking. Some heavy fucking shit in his pants there. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, he represents the Fifth Platoon, which is another DJ crew in New York. Yeah. Um, and shit, anything else you want to add to that, Art? I believe you, you were, were you the founder of Fifth Platoon? Eh, like three of us did that together, kind of. Yeah. And that and was back in more. the mid-90s when you guys started Fifth Platoon. 96 is when we all met. And then... Yeah, 96, 97, when it all happened. Damn. And. Well, I mean, okay, keep going. One more. Going. <laughs> the first Filipino to land on the moon. Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> For DJ Neil Armstrong, ladies Woo! and gentlemen. All right. Yeah. How was how that, man? How was it landing on the moon? Uh, I don't know, man. That was a, a different dude. My favorite one, I, I'll get mistaken for Lance Armstrong. Neil <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Armstrong. Somebody else is saying that. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's yeah. Oh, my hilarious. God. Yeah, yeah so um, how many times have you heard that shit, and how tired of you are you? I, I, I never get tired of it. It's yeah? kind of hilarious. That's good. That's, that's awesome, awesome, man. Yeah. That's, that's a funny shit. So how is it kicking it with, like, Buzz Aldrin and shit like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've met him. Or Buzz Lightyear. How about that guy? Buzz Lightyear. I, I wish I could meet him. <laughs> like he'd be really cool to hang out with. Yeah. No, but um, thank you, uh, Neil Armstrong, for being here with us at the Not So Fresh podcast. If you haven't, if you, if you weren't able to tell, we're uh, we're kind of like a raunchy not, uh, podcast. Raunchy. Uh, we, for those, this is the disclaimer. Uh, if you're listening. Please listen with uh, some headphones, maybe at a volume, at a minimum, uh, and uh, maybe not around your children or your moms. No, definitely around your moms and be like, hey, these guys are fucking funny. Um, Not your wife. She might get mad at the shit we say. Unless she doesn't get offended, then that's cool. That's why you married her, so she's cool. Keep her around. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so there it is. Don't, Don't say we didn't warn you. Anyways. Back to you guys. How are you guys doing, man? How are you living? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy yeah. to be in San Diego. We got a little soiree tonight. tonight. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, cuffin. The Cuffin. <clears throat> yes. The Cuffin. Uh, dude, uh, you've been doing that for a while now, right, Norm? Yeah, it's uh, almost, well, actually it's been two years. <clears throat> two years now? Yeah. That's fucking wow. that's dope. And you guys always have like a line around yeah. the fucking building. It's always packed. So you yeah. guys are doing something right. Yeah, doing a good job. Yeah, when we started, it was a Thursday and... They weren't, they weren't ready. They weren't ready. <laughs> yeah, they weren't ready. They weren't ready. They're like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, they had to call all their people in. We had a line down 
almost two walks. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. Nice. I, I don't think uh, any other DJ er, nights are doing that right now. Yeah, um, this yeah. is the original Cuffin. Yeah. Am I, am I right? The OG yeah, Cuffin. The original Cuffin. It started here in San Diego, right? No, no. No? It started in um, it's San Francisco. Seattle, or but Seattle. they're from San Francisco. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Dang. Is Damn. there another one? I've been seeing that. Is there, <laughs> did they, someone try to start another one here in San Diego? Is that what happened? Yeah. What? Really? Yeah, try not to get them publicity, though. What? <laughs> what? They're trying to bite your shit? I guess. What? I mean, I mean, if you're let's, if you have a night called Cuffin for two years, and then all of a sudden there's cuffing season, yeah. Yeah. So they, they, weird. I thought that was happening in LA. I saw, so they're doing it down here too. Yeah, next week. Oh, what? Where doesn't matter because you're gonna go to Bar Basic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Two year anniversary. Yeah. So there you go. Make sure you hit up the Cuffin. Yeah. Um. By the way, tonight, you guys will be spinning at Blue Foot Bar in North Park. Uh, if you're watching live, either yeah. on our Instagram or on what well, you're on Facebook, right, Mike? Uh, Instagram and Facebook. Okay, so um, <clears throat> you catch Neil and Norm and uh, another. Uh, there's a slew of guest DJs actually tonight, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Neil, you are selling some vinyl, am I correct? Yes. Yes. Well. We're celebrating the release of my first forty-five. Um, wow. I've never, I've never been able to put out vinyl as long as I've been DJing. So I met up with this kid, Destruct. I think he's the homie of some some of the cats out here. He's from the yeah. West Coast. Um, he has a label called Raisin Heads. We were just talking. He actually gave me a record of his, and I was like, "Hey, could we put one of my projects out?" And he was like, "Yeah, let's do it." So I think I was one of the earlier. Uh, Anyway, from the, like the turntables community, mm-hmm. I would make like R&B mixtapes and stuff like that. And I'd get made fun of because, you know, that's soft. And um, <laughs> Actually, that was going to be one of my questions because you have a heady, uh, heady, a heavy uh, rotation of mixes that you put out, right? Yes, I do. Have you ever had anybody go up to you and tell you like, hey, man. I fucked your uh, fucking mix, dude. <laughs> or I yeah. loved yeah. your mix. Yeah, yeah. yeah? How, do, how does that feel? Like, are you it's like, cool. are you like, <laughs> like yeah, it's, cool. it's kind of like you were there, right? <laughs> <laughs> In a sense. <laughs> right? Next time I'll say that. <laughs> like, you're like, like that one move you did. <laughs> hey, but you busted a little early. <laughs> but you're welcome. You didn't even get to listen to the rest of the mix. Because yeah. you went I to sleep. I said that, but yeah. Kind of. <laughs> no. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's how it, I, I put out mixes, and I would hope that they would listen to them while they're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we ended sorry. up putting out this um this new 45 uh-huh. for Valentine's Day. It has some remix that I did from a couple of my mixtapes. One is from a, a mixtape I, I did called Bittersweet, which actually mm. kind of put me on the map, I think. Um that mixtape might be why I ended up DJing for Jay, uh, Ooh, you know, among other things. And, you know, I made this like 20 years ago and people still listen to it. So I guess it's, you know, stood the test of time. Yeah. You know, I think that counts as falling into like classic, you know, era type work. And um, we put that out on vinyl so far. I mean, we haven't even put put it up for sale yet. Mm-hmm. And, People are buying it, so wow. yeah, wow. that's dope, dude. That's really dope. Congrats! Awesome. Hell yeah. Really fresh. Yeah. 
So yeah, the guys who are coming out, guys and girls who are coming out tonight, you'll get kind of first dibs. Wow. On, uh, do you happen yeah. to have any on you, you right life? now? You hear that I, I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to purchase. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Got to support. Got to right, support. There you go. There we go. Yeah. Right there. Word, 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 word. Shit, dude. How? I mean, how was it back in the fucking nineties and like just you know with turntablism and shit like that, like fucking. How was it like? Well, I how, mean, how, how, okay, I'm tell us how, how, how come it started. Yeah, yeah how did you get? How did I start? Yeah, yeah, what get? What got? You, what sparked your interest in DJing? I'm I'm born and raised in New York. I'm 43, so I don't know how old you guys are. Wow. You guys still look like young bucks, I'm young about, strapping you. men. I'm about five years behind. <laughs> All right, so like <laughs> yeah. just one generation behind me. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, about. But like growing up in New York, if you were a part of the scene, it was like, like you can imagine, like. We, I would go down the street and to Tower <clears throat> Records and, and Q-Tip would be there. And I would go to a park, like our park, would like your Balboa Park would be our Washington Square Park, right? Okay. Mm. So I, we'd go to Washington Square Park and like there's videos of like supernatural ciphering or most deaf in a cipher. Like that's what it was like. You just walk up with your backpack on, you know, backpack crap. Yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden you're in this cipher of... People who, you know, most deaf wasn't most deaf at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just a kid coming wow. up. Wow. And wow. like Nat had just come on the scene and whatever. Like that was really what was happening. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to grow up in that era during my high school years. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's like the most formative years musically. Like whatever you listen to in high school is probably what you're going to listen to for yeah. the rest of life. If you're a heavy, like a heavy metal dude, that's... That rest of your life you're gonna like Metallica. Yeah, like you know I grew up during that era and I got to go to like, like the first time. Um, let's see, like I I've seen Tupac and Biggie on stage together. Wow, you know like that. Damn, like a, with my dope. own eyes. Yeah, not, I'm gonna be a, like, let me borrow your eyes real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in my sockets a little quick and then I'll give and, them back to you. <laughs> and back then though, like I remember that show, like two um, Biggie was. Like the 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 fifth, not not even a headliner. He was like the last person. Uh, all he had, he only had one song out, "Party and Bullshit." Yeah, yeah. This is before one more chance is for whatever. The headliner was, I think it was like the Far Side. Whoa, from what damn. I remember, in in New York. Yeah, yeah, That's so wow. dope. Because um, so it was like you know delicious vinyl. Either them or or Master Ace. You know, yeah. it was it wasn't Biggie was not him yet yeah. and. I remember like Tupac. I remember him bringing off Tupac to wow. do to perform the the song, and um, just like that, that's what it was like. Mm-hmm. So there was also just a lot more like interweaving between just street culture and b-boying, and you know, like back then, Rocksteady reunion was like a destination. Yeah, you know, yeah. people from Japan would come by. The Canadian kids from Toronto would rent a bus, mm-hmm. and fifty of them would come down, mm-hmm. and it was like you know high school reunion every year. You know we'd all go hang out there, and um, I've been really lucky. I've I've performed at it. I, you know I don't even remember how many times. Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of different, a little more like uh, yeah, just everyone was hanging out with each yeah. other. You know, this is before money became like a priority for yeah. a lot of us. You know, the first show I did, I, I'm pretty sure I got paid like $10 maybe. You know, <laughs> so who was like, like one of your first mentors? 
as far oh, as like DJing. Our mentors were, or our crew, at the time there were two really big DJ crews. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was ISP, Invisible Scratch Pickles out mm-hmm. on the West Coast, of course. <clears throat> and then on the East Coast was a crew called the X-Men. Okay. And um, yeah. the X-Men, of course, included Rob Swift, Rock, Rock Raider, uh, Total Eclipse, Mr. Sinister. Then there's a couple of guys from the year before, um, like Steve D, Diamond J, um, I think a kid named Johnny Cash, who I never actually met, uh, Dr. Butcher. He ended up doing more production stuff later on. Hmm. And a kid that was really close to me was a kid named Total Eclipse. He got added later on. But the guys who taught me how to DJ were Mr. Sinister and Total Eclipse in particular. Damn. Damn. So they, they wow. really, really took me under their wing. Um, we used to spar basically like battle you know like just like the b-boys like yeah. yo let's mm-hmm. go check each other's Physically. moves out yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we used to throw a dollar in a hat and we, you know whoever won like you know we'd go whatever this guy this guy you know just heats mm-hmm. go all the way up and whoever won got the got whatever the like the ten dollars because <laughs> we would all put money in yeah and that's where my story started um very quickly though it was like one year I wasn't DJing, or I was just some kid trying to DJ, and then the mm. next year I was hanging out with these like titans. Mm. And um, while that was all happening, we formed a crew called the Fifth Platoon. Nice. Um, that you know we were all kind of up and comers. We were uh, the next generation. So if any of the turntables kids are listening, so usually like the f- forefathers of our culture would be like the ISP, the X-Men, and the B-Junkies. Yeah. They always get mentioned kind of in the same you know, conversation. We came after that. Um, but we were kind of like, I always call ourselves like the middle children, right? I mean, you guys know like as B-Boys, right? Yeah. Someone's going to be at the top. And then you guys know like all the other sick dudes. Yeah. But only certain people, like, Everyone knows who Rocksteady is, but I'm sure there was like at least four or five, 20 other crews there that were either very close or whatever. Yeah. But like that, those other crews that just were, they never won or they'd always lose. Mm-hmm. They, they don't get remembered in the same way. Yeah. I, I feel like we were, we would have to literally, we battled the X-Men. We battled Damn. the B-Junkies. Yeah. We battled like... Craze and those guys later on became the eyes. We had to battle all those crews. Mm-hmm. So someone's going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when we battled, you know, Babu, yeah. our crew lost. When we had to battle the B-Junkies, we lost. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's not that we were like, you know, whack-whack. It's yeah. just someone got to win, someone got to lose. Yeah. So, you have to pick a winner. Yeah. So unfortunately, I think we kind of have that place until... A kid named I Emerge came around and he won the DMC twice and he was just destroying people in like 2004, 2005. Okay. Wow. So our, you know, I don't know about the B-Boy thing, but most DJs, they only battle for like maybe two years. Babu mm. won and then they stop. Yeah. They don't They don't keep going. Mm. I mean, who know, like, Qbert only really battled during his era like, Maybe three years the most, and yeah. he, then he stopped. Then he he's off, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They stopped. Um, our thing lasted from 
1997 to 2005 because mm. of the new blood that was in our crew. Yeah, yeah. You know, we did a lot of damage. Um, but yeah, that's where I started. And then mm. my career took an entirely different trajectory yeah, when so, I started yeah. up working for Jay. <laughs> yeah, how, how was that? Man? Yeah, how did that so, come about? Jay, I mean, were, were you single at the time? Or were you like in a I think relationship? I was single. I was single. Because imagine, <laughs> just imagine, fellas. I was You're single. a DJ touring for for Jay Z. <laughs> Fucking pussy just being. T- <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could have been. It could have been a little crazier, but it, for me, it really wasn't. Not yeah. too crazy because we were working. Yeah. A lot. yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, so <clears throat> gotta be that, professional. And then you got to sign a fucking consent form. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, too, I or think Jay form. was with. Um, Jay had already. Jay actually got married to Beyonce when we were on tour. Wow! So, tours usually take the the environment of the leader, mm-hmm. right? So when Jay was crazy, I think it was really crazy. Like there's mm-hmm. videos. I forgot the the video stuff. When he's crazy, everyone's crazy. Yeah. You know, they're going out to parties every yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Oh yeah. So now but he's a family man. Now he's more like that. Then. So it wasn't really like that, and we were just. I mean, some of our schedule was really hectic. We were just hitting, you know, show after show after show. So, I mean, if you got it like that, yeah, you yeah. can walk up into a place <laughs> and knock something out and then jump back on the bus oh, and yeah. go to the next sound. Oh, yeah. But, you know, yeah, I wasn't yeah. really like you that. To, you got but good morals. Nice I have funny stories, like, you know. Like what? Tell us. Not in, Pol- <laughs> not in Poland, but like somewhere overseas. Like, you know, I would just be bold. Like, I would never do this normally, but mm-hmm. like, there was like a, you know, I, I, Literally just jumped off a stage and walked up to a girl and she kissed me. Like, mm-hmm. not, would not slot me down, but uh-huh. like, you know, I would never do that. Yeah. Then I have like videos, like, hey, come here. <laughs> hey. And like stuff like that. Uh-huh. That It was a lot easier, absolutely, yeah. to interact with, pe- with females, with people, for sure. But it wasn't crazy by the time we got there. I can imagine like in the earlier times, it was pretty hectic. So around uh, that that time it was like what 2008 2008 2009 2010 which so was is that, 10 years ago uh, yeah, yeah so it was that like, ago. Were you using Serato at the time or you were you Serato were records just came out okay like are you fucking with Serato or you yes, were I was records? actually one of the earlier adopters of like dig, like the digital stuff nice. so before Serato was something called um Final Scratch mm-hmm. oh yeah and I um which was bought by Stanton so Final Scratch. I would like to say it came out in like 2000, maybe three or four, mm-hmm. but it was just, it was just program that was just written by two dudes and eventually Stanton bought it. Mm-hmm. So we were sponsored by Stanton. Oh, we were nice. one of the first uh, early adopters. So did you get a lot of haters for that? Oh, absolutely. Were you one of the ones that got like hated on at first 100%. from all the old school not, heads not even, and all that shit? <laughs> no, like everybody yeah. back then. Yeah. And now look at them, right? I mean, <laughs> if you're still in the game. Yeah. You, you gotta have adapt. no choice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have no choice. But we were for sure. I was one of the earlier, earlier dudes, and thank God, like I never had like massive technical issues. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, this is yeah, really at the bro. rudimentary stage of the product. Mm-hmm. Like I would hear people, their just computers would crash all the time. Like me, 
fortunate that I had no problems. I mean, all of us, right? That's happened to almost all of us, right? I learned from it. I always brought like at least an hour and a half of vinyl for backup. Yeah, I was smart. Yeah, that's the I worst didn't do that. fucking shit. <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine if that shit would have happened to you at the inauguration for, for Obama? That no, but it, it has happened to me during shows with Jay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But that, like, so I don't know if you guys know. Like, so one of the things with Serato with tracking back then was uh, like the the bass. If like the bass is too high, like it distorts the signal. Uh-huh. And yeah. you know, I'm on stage with it's all bass, like the bottom. So, I guess the calibration was off or whatever, and you know that makes it distort and the the song slows down. Mm. So, that's happened to me on stage, which sucks because like, you know, it's not our fault, but it's our fault. You know, it's yeah. my yeah. fault, but it don't matter. Like I can explain it a hundred different ways. It don't matter. Yeah. It happened. I'm gonna take the flack for it. So yeah. stuff like that would happen all the time, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, overall though, I've always loved digital, it's like the digital technology. I think it's, the pros far outweigh the cons. Yeah, I mean, shit, have you seen that shit that just came out with the... The phase, yeah, yeah, phase yeah. DJ stuff, yeah. Fucking, you don't even, you don't even need the needle and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Technology. I know because Rain made that, um, the 12 turntable. Oh yeah. But I've been hearing... The yeah. face was doing better. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. Wow. Yeah, like I heard, yeah, five or six DJs. They're like, oh, I, I kind of, like, you didn't. So you can have your turntable and your tone <clears throat> arm, but the 12 is just, there's no tone arm, you know? Yeah, it's just digital. You can't play. You yeah. can't play a record. That's, that was That's my crazy. thing. I was like, do I want that? I can't play my records. But I was like, I have my other turntables too, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, so I I wanted to apologize for not having a uh, 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 meatless pizza. <laughs> Don't worry about I, it. We, we thought you were like vegetarian or vegan. Uh, <laughs> I I've thought about it, but um, it's just difficult with traveling all the time. That's because uh, yeah, really lately there's traveling. been a war on meat eaters. <laughs> <laughs> there's a war on men, and there's also a war on meat eaters. <laughs> we thought you were, you were vegetarian or vegan, yeah, so we wanted to uh, like. But you say you're pescatarian? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's what's nice, up. Nice. Still meat. <laughs> <laughs> a little I mean, Mike, bit. Mike got into it a little, a little bit, bit with, uh, with some vegans. <laughs> online recently. No, you did? This guy. Oh, you did? Well, he's I a vegetarian, that. as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> or a vegan, I, I mean. <laughs> right? Uh, are you you, know, are you involved with the Red Bull 3 style by any chance? Like, uh... I've done it before. Um, so I know all the guys. Like, it actually kind of really more started in Canada. And it's mm-hmm. it's blew up quite a bit. Um, it's, it's so interesting, though. It's just not... It's not like the same as like you know the, on the b boy side. It's just yeah. you know the DJ thing is not as a visual thing, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't done anything with them in quite a while. It's I can't remember when I first did it. Mm-hmm. Probably after I was with Jay. So let's say like 2011. So it's probably been like a good seven. Like yeah, seven good years since years, I've done yeah. anything for them. Um, I like it, but it's just really different from. From my era, mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. so different that there was a contestant recently that like faked his whole set. Oh yeah, yeah. Whoa. God, dude, uh-huh. Australia. That's crazy. From Australia, and he, he still claims that he didn't. Yeah, yeah. To this day, he claims he didn't, but it was significant enough that he got disqualified from yeah. competing in the, the worlds, I guess. And yeah. 
you know that that wouldn't happen back in the day because no, you can't fake it yeah yeah but you can fake it now yeah Fuck. you can and it, it's i don't know it's kind of like those pros and cons of that yeah the exactly thing, right the but like i don't know that it's different so my thing as an East Coaster, we were all really good beat jugglers. Mm-hmm. So that means we would have to literally rearrange beats, right? So we would take a snare from here, a snare from here, mm-hmm. and we would have to learn how to coordinate, you know, using our bodies, using, you know, knowing how far to spin the record, mm-hmm. using timing. Yeah. Now, literally, you just press buttons. Oh, yeah. And you could do oh, yeah. the exact same thing. Wow. Like the exact same thing. Now, Sonically, sure, it sounds good. Skill-wise, is that the same skill level? I don't think so. And that's why, you know, I'm not... I'll never knock anyone. Because there are people who can do stuff. Like, what Craze does, amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. all the time. He just always elevates stuff. But, like, that's why you you have, like, these videos with little kids DJing a lot. You know? Because a little kid can do this. You can yeah, probably wow. teach your dog to do this. Like, <laughs> you know, if, if you if you tell your dog, like, tap this, like that, uh-huh. them, or you, you know, trick it with a, like, step. There, there's a you, chicken whatever. that does that. Yeah. There's a chicken that, that, that pokes <laughs> that, that, that lighting <laughs> yeah. keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we've come to, and it's somewhat of an acceptable art form now. Wow. Or they, they include it in that term, turntablism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, there'll be debates forever. Yeah, you know, of course. There's yeah. like older school cats who don't like power moves. There's, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, they're of like, course. Oh, that's not, you know, what's that? You know, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no artistry in that or whatever. You know, same, same, yeah. same type of thing. Yeah. But, you know, me coming from my era, I know for a fact what I did was difficult. Yeah. That's why other people couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. There was a specialty. But, yeah, but give your average person who knows how to at least drum a beat out and rhythm and say, well, this note is here, this note's on this pad, this note's on this pad, they can do the exact same thing. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, how, yeah. Do you, how do you rate that now compared yeah. to what we used to do? You know. Yeah, well, I mean, now it's like this is all like digitized, right? So it's a little different. You had to like do more groundwork. It's almost like you know you had to like practice it more develop it more whereas now obviously you're pushing buttons i don't know i think it takes more skill to obviously yeah. play with the record and, and and juggle beats that way than it would be to like press the button i think it, yeah i mean it's uh, yeah definitely do you think that there should be a all vinyl dj battle um i think just to, just to kind of weed out the real from yeah, the fake yeah, you know I, what i'm saying like, i mean that was probably one of the big issues when dmc switched over mm-hmm. the thing is the competition that's out there right now mm. isn't that great. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not trying to knock anyone, but mm. like historically speaking, any turntablist, with it, with the exception of scratchers. So mm. you know, just like again, like like b-boying, you got your poppers and yeah. you got your you know, th- there's different mm-hmm. subgenres, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, if you talk to any battle DJ fan, mm. they will always refer to 97, 98, 99, oh, 2000. Man. You know, around that era, <clears throat> up to maybe 2005 when I Emerge came out. That those are like the golden era mm. timing of of what we did. Yeah. Mm. They will never refer to the 2000 
2012, 2013 yeah. guy. Because mm-hmm. it, the art, right? I, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think that's a fair I, I, I totally agree. A fair statement. I, totally agree. I can't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know who won <laughs> three years ago. And I'm a fan. Oh, wait, that was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't was know. there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, what I'm saying though is the vi- like for it to be a vinyl only battle, you would need like a craze to battle. You would need mm-hmm. an A track to battle. You mm-hmm. would need a beat, uh, a baboo to battle. Yeah. And they don't do yeah. that no more. There's n- there was no one who came up behind them to replace them. Okay, and so then, like Last of a Dying Breed, pretty much. I think so. And then you know with the vinyl uh, thing, you know like there was an issue before with people having um, custom made vinyl. Yeah, so that was the issue. So everything so, was yeah. just there. And that was but one yeah, they, of the they, they killed it, but yeah. it's really yeah, easy. It you don't have there. to switch the record. Well, yeah. it's definitely easier. Yeah, easier. And, and there were people who, like, Merge used to catch a lot of flack for that. So Merge was one of the American DJs who was the first DJ to create custom records. In Europe, that was popular mm-hmm. for, for at yeah, least like two C2C, or three years. French. That well, was a normal thing. Mm-hmm. And Merge came around when he started battling. He was like, look, if I don't do this, we can't compete with these guys. There's just no way. Yeah. Like, how you know, we're coming to a, a, a you know, a gunfight with a knife. Like, yeah. we, I need the ammo to fight these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was like, I don't care. I'm going to do it. And he was, you know, in a place financially to do that. Not everybody mm-hmm. can press their own records. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. He, he did Damn. it. Um, but he also killed it. He like, did. I could, I could guarantee you at least 90% of the DJs couldn't do the patterns he was doing. At least. Wow. So, you know, I think in his case, he maximized it. Now, the other people, though, like I was at a, a DJ battle recently, and it, I swear he was like kind of faking the whole thing in too. Mm-hmm. Like he had the, re- like all he was doing essentially was backspinning. Cue up the record, backspin, make it sound dope, like make it sound like he's scratching. Like, I would hear scratches, and I, I'm like, you're not touching the record. Ooh. And he would just play, cue up the other one. Mm-hmm. You know, dance a little, dance a little, cue up the other one. And wow. that is one of the issues I have with the three-style type battle. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and, and I, I use that as a very low, you know, everything, I 99% of it, I love it. Yeah, yeah. You know? But it does allow that because it's not a pure skill judgment. It's, yeah, yeah your record choice it's the music yeah it's like the sound like can you get the crowd hype yeah yeah. like which was the one of the issues early on in the night like 90s 94s um turntablists would lose battles like shortcut lost to a kid named dj noise Mm -hmm. back in 94 wow either 94 or 95 from norway uh yeah from yeah Damn. And essentially, he was good, but he wasn't like like shortcut. His, you know, as a beat juggler, he's amazing. Oh yeah. But I remember Noise just played a beat. He just played like Bucktown and sort of scratched on it, and then you know played like a a sound clip that did just like gently place your balls in your like my balls in your mouth or something yeah. like that. You know? <laughs> and Noise oh, yeah. won. Yeah. You know, Noise won because mm. the crowd lost. Because they love shit. it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, crowd influence. It's like hype. Yeah. yeah. So definitely that was, I remember a point where they were like, yo, this is bullshit. Like I'm doing all this crazy ass yeah. shit and no one understands what I'm doing. So that's kind of one of the reasons why like the ITF came about. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that was, you know, some other stuff from back then. Wow. So, and Vinrock. <laughs> yeah. With Vin. Yeah. But it, it's funny later on, like Vinrock, 
there was a also a, re- a reversal of that situation. So all of a sudden, you had all these crazy scratchers who wanted to just scratch 24-7. Mm-hmm. They didn't care about the party. <laughs> they don't care if girls are grooving. Like, we're we're going to cut. Yeah. 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 And the triple threat DJs, which consists of Shortcut, DJ Apollo, and one of my crewmates, Vinrock, mm-hmm. they're like, yo, hold on. Like, you know, there's a time and place for everything. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, you don't need to do that when... You know, you're playing a love song and you're trying to get a couple to, to like, you know, <laughs> wind. Like, you don't need cutting. Like, yeah. just let let that shit breathe. And they got flack for it from mm-hmm. the turntables community. Oh. Like, there so were people, back. like, they, there was an issue of Herb. I don't know if you yeah. guys remember yeah, Herb magazine. Remember yeah. And they wrote, they were like, you know, this is, you know, it's, the scratching's too much. And so they got shitted on for it. But wow. essentially, Triple Threat is what birthed. Like the whole three style thing, which is yeah. this merging of both styles. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and they never get credit for it. Wow. Never, never. No one ever gives them credit for it. But they were the ones who put that idea like, no, you can't just scratch 24-7. You need to also know how to party rock. You need to know like a, a wider skill set yeah. in order to make it better for your average person. It's like being well-rounded, basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, they made a dope record, yeah. too. I think every- styles. I think I yeah, remember I think I heard that then. one. Yeah, they were like, uh, I think Babu and they were like, if you want to keep scratching, go go do that in your bedroom. Mm. <laughs> you do that in your bedroom, <laughs> but you know, people want to hear like the music played out over here. Yeah, yeah. You know? Damn. Yeah. So how's it like going from such a interesting? You know, I mean, the era you come from is very very you know important in hip hop until today, basically. So how do you go from that era, rocking parties and, and you know DJing parties and stuff like that, into today's generation? Like, how do you evolve through time? Because that's like you come from an era where you know a lot of heads you said weren't doing it for they were just doing it because of the love of it, right? And then eventually it led to profession, making money, and all that. But how do you transpire through so many years? Transpire through so, through so many years of like DJing and at the same time still staying like relevant and like, you're still out there, you're still DJing. Yeah, like, honestly, it's. It's hard. It's a very hard balance. I think there's only been a couple of DJs who have done it successfully, and a part of it is luck. Part of it is your marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Jazzy Jeff is a perfect example. Ooh. He's lasted for, I mean, my God, since the 80s. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's like him. That's it. Yeah. So how, like, do, how do you do it? Like, how yeah. do you stay relevant? Um, well, what ended up happening with me was I ended up getting to work with Jay. Mm-hmm. So that put me entirely in a different light in a different like a I mean you know how it is like half the time when you're like booking a show when you're whatever mm-hmm. you have to show some kind of resume you yeah know, what have you done what have you done my booking agents would go he DJs for Jay do you want him or not wow <laughs> Damn. I, is that, is that kind of how you got uh, the inauguration too oh no I guess that so this is 2008 mm-hmm. uh I believe, I guess Jay started working with, you know, at the time, you know, he wasn't president yet. Uh-huh. He was a senator, but I guess, I don't think you can run and be a senator at the same time. So he probably had given up that role. Um, you know, Jay, even then, was uh, one of the largest black voices, I think. And uh, Still is. Yeah, yeah still yeah. is, yeah. We... Uh, I, you know, I know I had remember seeing pictures of them interacting with each other, yeah. so I'm pretty sure that's how that all came up. Dang. We did two events for for Barack. One of them was uh, with LeBron in Cleveland, oh, cool. and I I'm pretty sure like Ohio Cleveland was 
it might have been a swing state at the time. And then we mm. also did uh, a show with Wyclef John. I like I forgot if it was in Florida or I forgot where it was. Maybe Atlanta. Mm. We did to to like kind of get the vote, get out the vote. Yeah, yeah, get on vote. Yeah, and um, I guess after Obama, you know, got elected, he was like, "Hey, you know, Jay, you should come perform for me." Yeah. So we performed right after, like Beyonce sung the, uh, you know, the, the first dance between you know, uh, Brock and his wife, and then we performed right after that. So it was like the televised, nationally, or whatever, world televised event. Yeah. Of, um, what How nervous were you, bro? <laughs> I was I was actually pretty like, chill. But I remember they... they uh, <laughs> I got this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> but the moment Cause, heavy on you, though? Like, yeah, you, dude. That's that would be like... <sighs> oh, yeah. You know, like, I... I mean, as a black man, I didn't think there was going to be a black. Oh, no, I, I mean, black I, I, president I, in my lifetime. No, I, no absolutely. I, I remember one of my buddies who was pretty political. I was like, there's just no way. I just yeah, don't believe right? it. I just, I just don't believe it because yeah. there's just enough people out there who, you know, won't look at, at the, his policies or whatever. Right. But, yeah, it, I guess it was just at the, to- the times. You know, it's, it's interesting not to make this hyper political, but you have to remember the tide of the time, right? The the feeling of the time. We had just gone through George Bush. Mm, yeah, I yeah. think a lot of people were upset with that. W, you know, yeah. and they wanted that. literally that was the <laughs> that was the the the, the tagline yeah. change. Exactly. You know, it's changed enough that you know people who might be somewhat casually racist or president were like, yeah, you know what. Fuck it, let's try it. Let's right. try the black guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, because it happened. Like yeah, we had, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it happened. Yeah. So, yeah, that part of it was, of course, I was just, you know, that was one part of the whole thing. The other part was, uh, just that those that time period for me was just really kind of crazy. Like, you know, I I went from at most DJing in front of like three hundred to five hundred people to. DJing in front of ten thousand people on an almost oh, a nightly basis, and wow. uh, even so, that. There's no, no middle. <laughs> so for the inauguration, didn't you had like a set list, right? Like no, well, we set, performed set, one set song. We performed oh. one song called History, and if a lot of people hated that song, actually, yeah. <laughs> but if you listen to this song, uh, I don't know if you want to cue it up. It somehow somehow later on, if you when you redo this, uh-huh. but the the basically the words of history are like he equates like history to a, 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 a woman and uh, God, he, there's like a different type of women, but like history is the, the important one. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, it was, it was perfect for the inauguration. Yeah. I don't know if he did it because of that, mm. but well. a lot of, a lot, a lot of people hated that song. But yeah, I, I, the first time I heard it was Jay rapped it to us. Yeah. Like to me and like maybe like it was me, Steve Stout, maybe Bleak. Damn. And he was like explaining like you this is what the like, song means. Yeah, where he's just like sitting in front of Jay Z. He's like, hey, check this out. He's like, Kinda. Kinda. check this out. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hey, Neil, just sit right here. Oh, he little, sings little, you yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's <laughs> tight, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so hey, Bleak, wow, hey, you gotta sing to us real quick. <laughs> <laughs> come here, come here, come here. 
But when we did, when we actually did the inauguration, that was like, you know, I I was surrounded by uh, just secret secret service. No stars. <laughs> yeah. Like like Mariah Carey was next to me, and Sting wow. was next oh, to okay. me. Wow, that's cool. Uh, not like like Mariah Carey is like here. This is yeah. Mariah. Hey. How you doing? You're like that. Accidentally touch your titty? He almost touched. You almost touched Norm's titty. So I was like, well, this is Mariah. I could have. But there's a funny, there's a real funny ass picture. I wish I could find it to show you guys. But the uh, one of the keyboardists, his name is Monty. And like, it's a picture of uh, whatever, like Sting, blah, blah, blah. And Monty in the back, like. (laughs) 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 And like, I'm pretty sure everybody's like. I don't know how he snuck into that picture, but it's like him and all these like massively heavy hitters, and we always like kind of laugh about that. Like, what the hell? Why were you even standing there? Like, what are you doing? So, did you just have to play that one song? Yes, and I got to scratch Barack Obama's voice at the time. That's awesome. But I don't know how loud they had it on TV. Uh And actually, you know, like Jay fubbed the words. He must have been super, just like, oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, he messed up some of the oh, words. No shit. Um, yeah, if you watch the video of it, it's there. So yeah, I don't know how loud my part came out over the thing, but of course, just being there, and uh, you know, it it is one of the things I will borderline brag about. Like yeah, oh, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. I was like the first, you know, DJ turntablist yeah. who performed for the inauguration of a president. Fucking it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. Awesome. You, you might be the only. Yeah. yeah. For a while. <laughs> Who did Trump have? Yeah. I mean, Trump couldn't get even get right. people to come. Get right. Anybody to come, so there you have it. Wait, yeah, maybe. Didn't he have like Chamba Wamba or some shit like that? Chamba Wamba. Yeah. Some kind of like. Bingo Boys. Bingo Boys. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, I don't want to keep political, but like it's just 180 from where you have been with uh, yeah. Barack and I Jay. I mean, definitely, definitely, it is. And you know, I actually, when I was up until like 2015, 2016, I actually wasn't very political, mm-hmm. and I think that's yeah. You know, so I'm definitely I when people would say like, well, if you don't vote, you shouldn't complain, and no, for the most part, I I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna even say a word, and. uh Actually, if anything, I'm more of a, I just don't touch our government. I think they, you know, they work, they don't work for us. They work for the people with the money. Yeah. yeah. But it don't matter. And it doesn't matter what side you're looking at. Like, they both do that. Yeah. yeah. And for it, like, and that's when it, and for it, like, Obama, during Obama's administration, he passed a lot of things that he, he's a, a corporatist. Like, if you look at his policies, the ways he's, he's, you know, the things that he's done, there's, he tried to pass something called the the, um, TPP that supposedly, (laughs) (laughs) supposedly, I think, you know what, there's so many different ones, so don't quote me on this and everybody be back. No, Neil, you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I have a a really bad memory. You gotta be careful now. (laughs) The shit that you say. Basically, it was... Written by corporate lobbyists behind closed doors, and he was really trying to push it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he has done a lot to stymie 
some of our environmental stuff. Mm-hmm. But during 2015, when all the North Dakota pipeline stuff was happening, yeah. he stood by and let a lot of stuff happen yeah. Yeah. before mm-hmm. he actually stopped. <clears throat> Why would you do that? Yeah. Well, the only th- the only rational reason is because he takes money from oil. Yeah. yeah. And he and can't he can't stop, you know, that from happening. And a lot of people would even say that that actually contributed to Trump being elected because again, people were like, "Yo, we wanted something different. different. We got more of the same. same. Who is different?" And one dude stood out as being different. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there there's, you know, a lot to be said that the the one thing I do I do think though uh, if you were looking for a silver lining is people are paying attention now yeah. who should yeah, have yeah. been paying attention before including myself I'm not pointing fingers I'm not judging like yeah same goes for me I'm paying attention now I voted for my councilman for the first time in my life I, I but that's where you know especially people our age the the younger kids it's important to get them. You know, involved in their civic duties. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, as as crazy as that sounds, it, it's really important to yeah, get that done. It's all right. Because we are going to keep suffering, and it, it is from the bottom. So again, I've never done the councilman. <laughs> I still haven't done the councilman. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we are. <laughs> but you know, I've never voted that low of a, an election. But mm-hmm. this year, I was like. I, I have involved. to. I have Get to be involved, involved in all that. Yeah. So I hope people start paying attention more. I think and, they are. Yeah. yeah, I think it woke up, woke up yeah. a lot of people, you know. Well, yeah. stay woke. No, no. Hashtag don't say, stay don't say woke. That shit. That shit is corny <laughs> as fuck. Um, um, so <laughs> you've, you've traveled a lot, uh, obviously. What, what were your favorite uh, cities to play at, and who, who, who are your favorite crowds to play for? Man, that's a, that's a tough one. That's a, <laughs> I, I actually like San Diego. Uh, Back in the day, my favorite place was the Bay, but even there has changed. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, San Francisco yeah. has yeah. changed. Just yeah. musically, yeah. like yeah. I, I mean that I would argue that my career blew up in the Bay because <clears throat> in the late like 2005, 2006, I could still go over there and play Stevie Wonder mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. In New York, it had already become like you know, That's mini bullshit. South, mm-hmm. you know. So. Oh, yeah. uh, it wasn't as popular, but the Bay... Yeah, the Bay oh. State of Pro. I, I yeah. grew up near there, so I used to go Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but so. now it's everyone... You know, then the hyphy thing came in and yeah. everything kind of changed. It changed, yeah. It changed yeah. a lot, yeah. We used to go to parties and get down up to like 2008, nine before I left. And just like rock, you know, like DJs would drop some tracks and just drop a few rounds now. I mean, it still happens in some spots, but it's yeah, not like before, not, you yeah, know. Not the same, not the same. Um, I think... Uh, you know, it, it really depends. I think there's a lot of cool parties out there. Like the Motown on Monday stuff is really cool. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Motown on yeah. Monday. They have that um, down here. That started in the Bay too, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gordo Cabeza yeah. Did, did that at a spot. And um but it's you know, they're they're all over now. Um I like uh I and honestly I think China's probably an interesting place to DJ right now. <laughs> oh yeah. China? Yeah. They get you out there a lot? Um I go to Shanghai. They don't like hip hop though, man. Oh, that I mean, I don't know. If someone wrote that. It's not that. I mean, the, the government, government's trying the to government ban it. Might not like hip hop, but I mean, you know how it is. No, the I know. More they so, ban yeah. something, the more yeah. they like it. The yeah, kids yeah. like it. More yeah. rebel. But um, over there, there's like a. I've played in the smaller markets like Chengdu and um, they just want to dance, I guess. You yeah. know, so mm-hmm. it's a little different. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. I think, you know, if you can find a, a good crowd, you can have a blast. What is uh, yeah. what is the what is your favorite genre of music to, to DJ? Uh, that's that's a tough one too. Okay. Actually, probably R and B. So tonight you're okay. gonna get, get to see yeah. all oh, damn R and B things. Yeah, but oh, nice. it's like as a, again like as a turntablist and coming from New York, I love '90s hip hop, yeah. but like even the more obscure stuff. Mm-hmm. And I you know, it's just I can't. It's difficult to play that out. Yeah, yeah, you know, for a big crowd. Yeah, at least maybe for at a sushi energy. spot. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's real difficult. <laughs> maybe for know? a sushi spot that you're, nobody's really paying attention to the music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like Harney. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I still love all that stuff. Um, R and B, I think, is like the 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 middle ground where, you know, like you could play a Michael Jackson song and. Mm. I mean, unless the crowd is like just a bunch of assholes, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. So dance. speaking of assholes, um, <laughs> uh, have you noticed the trend of like a younger crowd just not paying attention to the music and just being on their phones? Because I've seen that a lot. Oh, yeah. late, like lately, well, every the time phone I go thing, out, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh my god, the worst ones. I don't know how bad it is here, but like in China, I guess people really make money off of off of blogging and video blogging. Mm-hmm. Oh, and. It was like really surreal. I guess there's a show in it called Black Mirror. I haven't really watched it, but yeah. Basically, the only people who were enjoying the party were the people who were watching their <laughs> yeah, at home, home watching the thing. Yeah. Because everybody at the party Robots. was recording each was other. Recording Going live. Each other. Yes. Okay. And I had never seen it like that, not yeah. like that. And I yeah. was like what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about some of the nights here in San Diego. Oh, yeah. like, got like, some that. of the nights here, I feel like everybody was just standing around taking pictures, recording themselves. I was like, why is nobody dancing? Well, yeah, people it wasn't, it wasn't one of your parties. nights, Norm. It seems like, uh, it seems like it's, a, <laughs> it's a drinking type of atmosphere <laughs> Not your now. You know, everybody yeah, gets fucked up on the weekends. Like when I've gone out, you know, I got party when I was young, you know, do a lot of the dance and stuff, but... I notice now it's like I go out and it's rare where I see people just like dancing, dancing. You yeah. Know? It's like, yeah. Well, know, you know, it's, it's a different know. time now yeah, it's too because like yeah. you can't like go up to a girl the way we used to and like try to dance behind <laughs> nah, nah, her. And yeah. she was, if she was feeling it, she'd be like, she'd right. bag it up on you. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, and now though. it's like, yo, don't it's fucking say it's rape. You don't, know what I'm saying? Don't your ass to the floor. Which was another thing, like, war on men. Like, you just can't talk to a girl like you used to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I don't know. It's not, I feel like it's like a drinking culture now. I feel like people just want to go get fucked up from working long weeks and, and then... No, dude. Know, that's that's what interesting. I yeah. That's interesting. Maybe. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it is definitely different, the nuance between how, how people interact, uh, you know, male and female. Mm-hmm. Like, it is definitely different. I've asked the kids today how they date. They're like, yo, it's internet. Yeah, we used to get we used to get fucking made fun of, or people used to get made fun of for being on like you had to get rejected, dude, or or just like being on uh, what is those fucking dating websites? Uh, I'm not even gonna yeah. You used to get clowned on, like you're really on that, but now it's like a like a regular thing. You know what I'm saying? You're on fucking Tinder. You're on. Not this some one. people are on Grinder. <laughs> There's no one over here, though. There's some b-boys that are on Grinder and shit. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a crazy time, and like, yeah. yo, I, that's it, funny that you mentioned that about China. That it's like wow. crazy, like that. I, yeah, I'm in China. Well, not in like China. Ten years actually. Was it China so. that you said? Yeah, you said China. Yeah. Yeah. Ja- or yeah. Gi- China. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm gonna chat in a minute though. But yeah. I hear uh, they've been flying out a lot of guys lately, and I just yeah, yeah. haven't had a, ch- had a chance to yeah, go. Yeah, I out think there. that I think their culture is about ready. However, it's it's interesting because they're like you know with the when we were younger, we didn't have YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hip hop hadn't been commercialized yet, so it was a little different. the The first time I went to Hong Kong was like back in '96. And I met, like, the B-Boy kids there, the DJ kids out there. Mm-hmm. And, like, they couldn't speak a lick of English, but they could rap the whole Versus verse of, uh, of, like, Dwick. They could oh, sing the whole thing. Shit. But now what these kids emulate is, like, you know, there's that, that kid, like, Rich Chigga, mm-hmm. who's, yeah. like, a 16-year-old, like, nerdy kid who... Just did it almost as a joke. Yeah, I, I'm almost positive. Yeah, it was, it was like a, joke. a joke. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a joke. I think he's a comedian. Yeah, <laughs> and he made a rap song that went viral. Yeah, he just yeah. I mean that's like a today. real a real. <laughs> 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 right, but he that's did. how yeah. that's yeah. how yeah. bad like hip hop has come. Like it, it's hip hop's not the same, bro. You know, it's, it's just like you know, it it, it it like we could probably make a rap song right now. You know, yeah, for real. You can make a parody. You make a joke of it. Yeah, and then just throw a couple of those and skirt skirt, and then that's it. Shout out to yeah. Crunk City Committee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Joel. Damn. So yeah. what's going on over there is I think they they are taking a lot of those things. So there's mm-hmm. like a bunch of Chinese rappers now that yeah. sound just like that. And like, I mean, yeah, honestly, because there's no lyrical content yeah. as much now and or the, you know, the, the verbiage, like it's not the same thing. Like you can do it. These guys can do it. And yeah. Sound fine. I think what's happening too with the newer newer generation is that they're figuring out the formula fast. Yeah, it's a formula. It, Before you know? people were like a, taking more risk at like developing a style, and mm-hmm. now everybody just wants to sound the same because it's a hit. You can make a hit yeah. a lot easier. You can make a hit. You figure it out. Something. Oh, this is gonna be hot. Yeah. I'm gonna get these men and followers. This like just overnight. Blah blah blah. They make their fucking followings and they get their money and then they they, they stop. Fuck yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's different. It's so crazy. So it's, it's a lot easier nowadays lot. as well. Well, I mean, it's also hard, though, I think, now. But, yeah, I guess it, there's more chance for you to get found, I think. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it's, it's as covered. easy as, as becoming a DJ nowadays because oh. technology's out there and it's available in any new computer yeah. that you buy. Well, absolutely, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, yes. Well, you access, buy a laptop. Yeah, there's access. Yeah, you can buy an laptop and you can yeah. make your own beats. Yeah. And then yeah. and your phone. Yeah. But anybody can, can be a phone, DJ, yeah. but no, not a lot of people can rock a crowd. Yeah, I, yeah I well, that's part of being a DJ is rocking the crowd. Yeah, but yeah. You, you'll so. have a bunch of pioneers and old school heads that are like, nah, you got to keep it real. Blah, blah, blah. Same with the B-boy, too. <laughs> yeah. But I hear, this is what I'm getting at. My nephew is a senior in high school. This kid, I brought him up. I taught him how to scratch when he was six. I brought him up on J5, Tribe, et cetera, et cetera. You know, all the good hip-hop stuff. To us, which is good hip-hop. Nowadays, I find him. He didn't tell me. I find him on SoundCloud. He has two tracks that he did, and it sounds and he and he he's a fan of Migos now and all that. He still loves J Five, you know the golden era hip hop stuff that I brought him up on. But mm-hmm. now he's trying to make tracks. It's trying to sound like Migos, yeah. and, uh, yeah, or Migos with a little splash of J Five. <laughs> <laughs> Not even with dude. a sprinkle. But, but then I I, I, I I totally support Damn. him because he's trying to do it. He has a creative outlet. And he's trying to make something. But at the same time, you see it just. He's a kid trying to make something that sounds like everything else that's out there right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think what's happening too is that a lot of these younger uh, artists or, or rappers or hip hop, whatever, they want to break away from the whole hip hop thing and they want to be their own entity. 
but still along well, the same I formula. Mean, a lot of them don't consider themselves part of hip hop. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No. You know, rock yeah. stars. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. even like to Norm's or, nights, uh, when we used to go to Red Sea, like we wanted to break away from the traditional hip hop nights and just get fucking ratchet. And then you would see some girls getting fucking nasty in there. And that's like, that's the shit I want to see. Like, <laughs> and then you throw a patchy. Yeah. And then you throw a patchy in there and then you fucking got drunk girls on you. <laughs> well, you said the big, the big one, which was uh, girls. You know, like, so, like, with uh, your, your nephew, man, I mean, your nephew might be at a party trying to rock some J5 and girls are going to be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> that's that old man shit. Like, oh, yeah. What shit. is this shit? He's like, my, my but I'm, I'm not knocking him for <laughs> it. Grandpa I'm just, I'm just saying it's, yeah. it was an yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and then your nephew's mad at you he's all damn it uncle but that's not no. even like they considered Jay-Z old like that's, yeah, that's yeah. old yeah. Uh-huh. that's uh-huh. that old man rap yeah that's yeah. that old man it's, it's, yeah we were talking somebody was talking about it in an interview recently and they are talking about um, who was talking about it about how hip hop puts an age Eric Sherman but me and my boy were talking about this how hip hop has like an expiration date on dancers on like you know musicians yeah. while all other genres they really don't have like you know you still listen to fucking I don't know like you too still can like make hit songs. They're fucking yeah. been around well, forever. You know, like you know what though? That's not really true. I, yeah, I actually, <laughs> like it. It seems that way. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm I'm almost positive. Like, so are you? If you're into rock, right? So before punk came out, mm-hmm. there the big thing was prog rock, right? Mm-hmm. So they used to have these like twenty minute drum solos and whatever. And the reason why punk came out was because it was a like what the hell is this i don't like this anymore mm-hmm. and i'm positive the prog rock people were like what is this punk they can't even play instruments <laughs> in which they couldn't they literally yeah. could play only three chords mm-hmm. and they were fighting about that oh, like yeah. it it has happened before and will continue and you know this is not the first time you know i guess they there's no old timers day right in yeah, hip-hop yeah. But like, I mean, the Temptations were one of the biggest American, you know, black American groups. Temptations back in the day probably sold out Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. They can't do that now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it. You know, it seems like there is some appreciation, but it's not really true. Not there yeah. are, I think, a couple of standouts that do stand out, like yeah. the Rolling Stones stand out. But do the Kinks, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, and so I think this, it's just an unfortunate natural progression in entertainment in particular. Mm-hmm. You're always trying to find the newest thing. Yeah. And entertainment is driven by the youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. so I, I think the unfortunate thing about hip hop, though, especially right now, is the disconnect, especially with the latest group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So the, the latest. The, the kids coming up, I mean, they will outright say, you know, like a Lil Uzi Vert. He's yeah. like, you know, that's old. You know, I'm not yeah. rapping over this. Yeah, yeah. You know, he doesn't well, consider himself a, a yeah. rapper. Well, mostly because he can't, right? He can't yeah, he actually rap. Yeah, but he'll, there is that level of disconnect, which I do think other genres, it doesn't happen that bad usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, shoot, even in hip hop, man, people, even <coughs> from the older school days, I am positive. I am positive that when like Rakim came out and those guys came out, yeah. that like, uh, you know, the Furious Five were like, why Red is Fox? this so slow? 
Yeah. Like, yeah. What is he talking about? Yeah. I bet you. I bet you there was beef. <laughs> no. Or even fast we don't forward, know. when yeah. like Dos Effects and all them came out with the with the, with the bump they, yeah. they were hated yeah, yeah. on yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. and they then the, and then you have Bona came out after that. They were pretty yeah, much were doing singing. the same shit. Yeah. And people were, were hating on them. They were doing the freestyle fellowship. <laughs> yeah, they were body yeah. freestyle fellowship. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I I think I do agree. Right as of right now. You know, there is definitely the younger kids don't respect, unfortunately, our like our older era. Yeah. But I'm I'm almost positive other genres have had that type Similar of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, yeah. you know what? It's okay. Yeah. I want to say I, that I it's okay it's, that you have this kind of rebellion yeah. against like hip hop because it's going to grow. It's going to evolve. Yes. That's, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's kind of like with DJing, fucking uh, hating on you, you know, with. You know, everything, I think you need some kind of friction to actually move in a direction, mm-hmm. right? If there's no, yeah. if everyone's happy, you stay there. Yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. why would yeah. we move? <clears throat> but true. eventually someone will be like, I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. do something new. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. yeah. For better or for worse. Now, yeah. me coming from my era, you know, I don't even know if we could call it hip hop. It, yeah. It's at least lyrically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? you know what's crazy though is like was it like little Uzi, little Uzi Vert? Mm-hmm. His DJ is Prince Paul's son. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Wow. No, for real. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and then nah. I guess when he, when he said stuff about not rapping over a premiere beat, what um, Prince Paul told me was that he actually hit up Primo. I was like, "There's no hip hop without DJ Premier and Gangstar." Mm. So I was like, kind of, you don't get to hear <clears throat> some of the youth like. That's, you know, that's in the DM, you know what I mean? Damn, yeah. So for me, I was like, okay, cool, uh, a little cooler. I'm not sure if it's true, but I heard that Travis Scott's father taught premier drums or something like that. I think I saw saw something like that, that, yeah. 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 That's interesting. I I don't know, you know, I've met DJs who I never thought would like the stuff I do, Mm -hmm. like uh, like the original sample stuff and all Mm -hmm. that, because they're on the radio, and, and all they're playing is... Is Uzi Vert yeah, and Travis and yeah, yeah. yeah, and I I did like a sneaker exchange thing once in Houston and they were like, <clears throat> you know I didn't really want to go on because like man these kids aren't gonna like what I like I, I'm doing they're kids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but they were like yo you know I, I've always been a fan of you thank you for oh, coming out wow just do your thing have fun that's fresh I was like, all right cool yeah that's really cool. so I, there are people who still have that connection uh-huh. but yeah for sure I would unequivocally think that a blanket statement for the newer kids said I don't know I guess he just you know when we were younger right if we liked Tribe Called Quest mm-hmm. we probably liked uh, Souls La. of Mischief yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we probably liked De La mm-hmm. we probably liked Bucktown right. yeah. for me like you know I went farther I, I knew who Freestyle Fellowship was even though I was in New York so mm-hmm. I knew you know I followed them mm-hmm. uh you know, we have like a line of of connection mm-hmm. with our music. Yeah. The kids today don't. They 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 grew up on iPods. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they were listening to Britney Spears at the same time listening to Fifty Cent. Yeah. At the same time listening to Chumbawamba. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or even bitter, Bittersweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and maybe mine. So they don't have a connection. I've even like I've noticed like. 
you know, like I said, like if you listen to Daylight, you know we're gonna like X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But if you, a kid likes Travis <clears throat> Scott today, he also might like Danny Brown. Yeah. He almost he might also like Action Bronson, mm-hmm. but Sean maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know because they they almost That's like really yeah. yeah maybe yeah. not yeah. like that kid who likes Action Bronson like does he necessarily like does he like uh, he might like Uzi Vert but they're all not the same genre of hip hop. Yeah, so it's kind of sporadic. Yeah, and they're not connected. Like, you know, I wouldn't expect Action Bronson to hang out with Uzi Vert. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but they have all this access, though. Yeah, but... Like when we did, like... With Daylight, if you went to a Daylight show in the Bay, I can almost... Guarantee you, someone from Souls is going to be at the right, show. Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's true. Man. Yeah. So before I got into hip hop, like I actually like punk and like rock and all that shit. But once I started getting into hip hop, I felt like I had to listen to hip hop. Mm. And that's funny that you bring that up. And now that I'm like older, I'm like, wait, I I love that shit. I actually like Metallica and all that yeah, shit. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm it's like, dope. it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to fucking like that shit. You know what I mean? Like. And I've seen like my friends who work at retail stores. Like, it'll be weird. They'll be like. The kid will know like Lucini, Camp Low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll know the song, but then they'll play like the other one. <laughs> like, um, what's the other one called? Sparkling or. Make him say, um, Black Nostalgic. Yeah, they'll play Black Nostalgic and they'll be like, what's this? They won't know that song because they. They grew up in the iPod era. Right, yeah. you know? like they didn't yeah. have to listen to the whole, like, they just, the whole like record, books, the whole right? tape. Most popular song, you know? When you go on iTunes, it has like the more popular songs. And that, with the, with the, the star that, next to it. Yeah, you, yeah, those are the ones that are getting purchased. So it's like you hear one song, but then you don't hear the rest of the album. So yeah. you don't know the rest of the tracks. So. so they don't have those same kind of connecting dots to mm-hmm. connect them. So they don't have yeah. a history. And you know, you made me realize something too. When we were uh, younger, when you were trying to find music, the radio stations and TV didn't represent your taste. So what you would do is you would go and you listen to say like Tribe and you're like, well, I like this. Who are they affiliated with? The Native Tongues. And then you start, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? And then that's, then and that's exactly how you, Whereas yeah. kids nowadays, you know, Spotify or whatever, like it's being chosen for them. And that's interesting. Yeah. So I'm like, because after you brought that up, I was like, that's true. Why is that? Like, what are the, how did that happen? I didn't even think you know? about the chosen yeah. part. Yeah. I mean, they, there are some clicks, like obviously, like ASAP Mob, and they mm-hmm. they've done their thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's not, you know. Again, like ASAP Mob, until Uzi Vert got big, could you say like if you like ASAP Mob that you like Uzi Vert? I I don't know, but now you do because they're all played on the radio together. But right, right, previous right. to that point, it's just a you know yeah. yes. throwing the dart. Yeah, yeah. So now what that might cause is a situation where kids don't care. Because yeah. there's no affiliation, and they don't talk about the, you know, directly like, like Uzi Vert doesn't say like, oh yeah, man, I used to love blah blah blah, because he's straight up saying no, I hate yeah, this yeah, old like man rap. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. doesn't like none of that. That's really true as well. Like if you liked a group and then or a rapper or whatever, and then he goes, yo, you know, one of my influences is Rakim. You're like, all right, downloading Rakim. You know what I mean? You have so it was it was a lot of affiliation back in the day yeah. with our generation. That's interesting. That's, yeah. that's a good observation. You know what's what's a funny way of uh, that you had to realize that too, like what kind of crews these like groups used to roll with uh-huh. was reading the fucking albums. Yeah, you know albums, it, yeah, and we don't read all that stuff. And we don't like read source, albums anymore. Yep. Yeah, you, they don't have like the, the inner flaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. inner flaps. We don't, read, we don't read them. You would read all the credits for the song, so you yeah. would buy the CD, you would listen to it, and you'd read everything. You read the flaps, you read the lyrics. Yeah, like I know. So before I met this guy. 
Remember the shoutouts? Yeah, I would oh, look. Yeah. But they they would also put like the samples of the songs. Yeah. So before I met this yeah. guy, I was always digging. You know, I mean, I was. I was always with digging you. for samples. <laughs> I was with you. And then I wanted to make a mixtape. Then I heard his shit, and I was like, I'm never gonna make one. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I think one time I was doing more of the underground stuff, and you're like, you should make one too. And I was like, was it when we call it unoriginal? <laughs> I mean, no, you remember you were like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, a lot of people picked up on that and started. Yeah, started no, but I, I didn't know he was doing it too, and I was like. Yeah. That's like when I grew up in Germany, we started we started breaking, but we didn't realize people were still doing it till we went to a club and this French kid came out and fucking did windmills and we we couldn't even do one windmill. I mean Ron did, but it was a super slow motion one. It's okay, dude. It's okay. Head spins. It's all good. No, but like me, you know, being trapped in Germany on a military base and not realizing. Like, like for me, I didn't realize there's a whole hip hop scene outside of the base. Mm-hmm. So within, you know, the kids, uh, all the military brats there, we thought we were on our own shit. Like, okay, one of our guys rapped. I <laughs> made pause tapes. I tried to, I did one windmill in my life. <laughs> um, I, I, it was Norm the Warm usually. <laughs> and then, uh, that's the you know, ultimate I tried, name tried to rap, you know? the... And then we did a lot of, bomb in places yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you know for us we were in a hip-hop base. crew in yeah, the yeah. Base. no outside the base <laughs> oh, but then that's when for. we started meeting people oh, okay. uh-huh. and then um then i was like oh shit they sell records outside of the base yeah. so i started buying records i even have a turntable yeah then when i moved to college i bumped into like um uh all the uh this this crew unique wizards and um they're down with battle squad so i I met storm and not know knowing who he was so i was like storm was just here last weekend storm Storm. yeah yeah and then i remember when i went down here there was another storm but it was a graph storm yeah so it was i think it was was i think it was queen b so my brother's like oh cool i i remember emailing emailing all my friends like and jeremy's like oh i'm gonna see storm like really are you he's, sure? I don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs> he's right here. Too. <laughs> he's right here. Basically, with us. We went there like, oh, it's a different storm. We just did windmills right now in uh, practice. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Shout out to Battle Squad. Uh, yeah. Saki and Main's friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've mentioned them. We actually mentioned it on our last podcast. You said we were talking about the storm. Battle Squad. Yeah, but it was like it was hard finding music in Germany because they didn't have internet. Yeah. And then I had to rely on that. And then I remember uh, Neil and I were talking once, and then I was telling him, like, all my favorite groups. And then they're all the groups he was performing with at the time. It was uh, Company Flow, Juggernaut, Jugger- Juggernauts, no, damn. Arsonist, Saya, and Yeshua I the remember, Poet. Yeah. I was like, man, that's like <laughs> my favorite. Guys. Yeah, that's like my favorite. Uh, Favorite vinyl that I have is Cyan Yesh with the Poet the Visual. Yeah. yeah. So how did you guys uh, link up? Yeah. Well, that's how a good do you one. Guys know each other? Yeah. How uh, do you guys know each other? I was at I was working at Axis Music when it was still open. Yeah. He came in to charge his phone. He didn't want records. He's all, hey, I, need I, I, I remember him. I think he was. I think he had like a collar or something. Like looked like he. I can't remember. You you. Come on. He, you he, remember? No, he he dressed nice, and I just thought he's like, oh, he's like, um, can I charge my phone? And usually we was just like, nah. And then I was like, oh, he's Phil- he looks Filipino. And I was like, I was like, yeah, like you can charge yeah. it right here, but hook someone, you up. if someone takes it, you know, that's not on us. Yeah. And then I remember you, you charged it, and then he left. He said, I'll be right back. 
like this guy left. <laughs> no, no, it's like it's sitting there, it's, it's sitting there, and I was like this. I ain't responsible for that shit, <laughs> Filipino or not. And then he comes in, he's like, "Hey, uh, you guys saw mixtapes?" And then I just had a conversation with my uh, my uh, boss, Mark. It's like, man, we're taking too much consignments, and we're not selling them. You know, like you, consignments, do you um, drop off mixtapes. Oh no, no, we're, we're actually taking product and. We're taking product and not selling it. Like, we're buying it off of everyone. Uh-huh. I was like, we need to really just work on consignment because we're losing money uh, with the money. The, the, you know, the, the oh, seat. Yeah, we're buying stuff and it's not moving. <clears throat> and I remember he asked that you guys take mixtapes. And I was like, oh, perfect time. I was like, you know what? <laughs> he was like, we only do. You remember that? I was like. I think so. Yeah, I was like, you know, man, <laughs> yeah, we, we only do consignment. Um, you know, it's, it's been a little hard. And he's like, cool, uh, I'll just bring it in and, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it. You know, I was like, sure, cool. <laughs> Comes back in, drops um, original, two original, sweet, bittersweet, smooth, and I think uh, original nonstop. Mm. And I remember looking at him, I was like, is this you? <laughs> I have, I have, I have a couple of these, and I kind of want the rest. I think you were visiting Candy or something. Or, I can't remember. No, I don't know why you were down there. But I told I my, I told my, to oh okay. Yeah. I told my boss, I was like, Yo, Mark, we're about to buy a lot of shit right now. <laughs> He's like, He's like, Well, how much? All of it. <laughs> I, I think I sold it that same week. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. And then I remember hitting you up. How can I get more? And that's all is good yeah. to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wow, awesome. That's, that's cool. awesome fucking yeah. story. It, it's so easy to sell it, man. Just play it. And then people are like, what is this? I'm like, here, just listen a little. <laughs> and then I'm like, that's this. chill. Yeah, but I'm like, I was like, all that, I was like, let it touch all your that soul. shit. It's easy to sell. <laughs> Let me play this for you. He's like, go home and have sex to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had you it's know like what? You know what? With you. <laughs> I had a friend that every every he he bought. I'm not gonna say who it is because we all know it is, but he bought warm fuzzy at least four times because he would he would he would get into some shit with his girl. They break up. He's like, no, I need I need warm fuzzy and. That's funny. And I was like, y'all broke up. <laughs> you knew the code. Yeah, I kept mine. I was like, I was like, oh I was like, you know, she has like three of these. Car, bro. <laughs> yeah. I need to get another copy. Yeah, no, I was like, you should get the panties edition or something. <laughs> hey, uh, I don't want to. Uh, fun facts. I don't want to kill this uh, fun vibe we're having, but I know you guys are on a uh, time schedule. Oh, yeah, time yeah, schedule yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah. Uh, it's so about 8.30. Wrap it up? It's 8.30 right now. Um, <laughs> I know there's a lot more you want to ask Neil, but... Yeah. Next yeah. time, next time. Yeah, we'll do it the next, the next time I'm out here for sure. That would be dope. Do you want to yeah, wrap yeah, it up yeah. the, the usual way? Or we yeah, uh, we can either wrap it up by doing Rock Strike Googles and then going around the... Uh, do we have a Rock Strike Google? Uh, we can come up with a Rock Strike Googles yeah. real quick. Oh, shit. Um, uh, <laughs> So when we do wrap things up here, we go around the table and we tell each other, or we yeah, we tell everybody and our listeners what we've been listening to the past week or two. So whatever you've had on rotation um, lately, 
Yeah, the whatever office, you're bumping, your CD changer. In the lab, <laughs> if, you're, if you work in the lab, like myself. So uh, um, I'm going to go ahead and find a term for Rush Rat at Google. If you guys want to like maybe start on the uh, what you've been listening to for yeah. the past week or two, well, we can also just go around the table and start that while I look up. We'll close out with Rush Rat yeah. Googles. I'll start it off. Yeah. Uh, today was a good day. Um, I uh, It was payday. I had some coffee. And uh, I usually like listening to some James Brown. Uh, on paydays. On paydays. With that's that's, that's that perfect. Me, that perfect. gives me hype. Like good, good um, James Brown breaks and shit. So I was on that today. Nice. Word. So uh, been listening to the same normal stuff I've been listening to. It's kind of funny because we were talking about uh, Most Deaf and a couple other people, but Talib, Most Deaf, what I've been uh, listening to. But the main thing I've been trying to do is we've been making a lot of videos and a lot of content for our, our IG. And I've been checking out a lot of people's music. Um, uh, shout out to uh, B-Boy Wicket, who uh, let me buy some of his music so I can use it in our videos. So if you guys make beats, uh, definitely hit us up. Or definitely hit me up, Mike Logic, because uh, I buy it so I can use it for videos. So uh, that's what I've been listening to. So shout out to B-Boy Wicket for uh, hooking up some beats. Shout out to my boy AK, who's been uh, making a lot of the beats that I've been using. So cool. Nice. Uh, I was at practice. I was in LA the other day, and I stopped by Luigi's, and he played. Uh, I was. Uh, he put on a ta- like uh, some music to break to, but it was like chill, you know. I uh, it's the Apollo Brown Brown Tape mixtape. It's the instrumental with Ghostface. It's not a mixtape. I think it's an album, but that shit is dope. So he's been listening to that the last couple of days since I came back from LA. I heard. Rock's right listening to that, so I downloaded it today, so I can listen to Follow Brown and Ghostface as well, but other than yeah. that, uh, the first Visionaries album, um, so first Visionaries album, uh, the, um, the um collection of People Under the Stairs, and uh, what else was I listening to? Um, of course, some, a little bit of Jay Park here and there, so. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, you, must, you know yeah. what's up, Norm. Yeah. You know what's I was up. listening to that, too. Come on, Norm, yeah. what you been listening to? Norm, what you been bumping? I actually listened to Jay Park um, earlier today because <laughs> my yeah. girl was like, uh, "Do you remember this song?" <laughs> She's a big K-pop fan. I, I was, I am too, but um, now yeah. everyone knows. We used to perform uh, under Dialects Crew and Jeshno, and I would oh, listen to uh, like K-pop, um, like the um, Tigre, you know, like <clears throat> indie rock. I wouldn't even listen to hip hop before we performed. I would just get more hyped on that. But then recently, listen to um, uh, this one girl, Maylee Todd. Uh, oh, yeah. She has a dope album. Uh, my daughter really likes it because she it puts you know like it it makes her a little sleepy. But then I can see her like kind of digging it. I hope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, uh, a lot of R and B because I got got to get ready for tonight. Nice. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> Cuffin tonight. The real Cuffin. And then beats to mellow out uh, Freddie Joachim. He makes dope beats. Oh, nice. And what I've been like with like on the rap stuff, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Planet Asia lately. Ooh. Just realizing like how how dope he is. Yeah. Um, 
lyrically. The last Damn. three albums were like dope. And then <clears throat> it's funny you mentioned Apollo Brown. Yeah. He made, um, I forgot what it's called, but he did an album, he did an with, album Plan with Plan Asia. And mm-hmm. I loved it a lot, but like I love his lyrics and everything. I didn't realize there's no drums on there. Wow. Yeah. So like, my <laughs> friend's like, yeah, that's the album with no drums. I'm like, oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now I noticed. Now I got to okay. check it out. Damn. That's yeah. what's up. Uh, man, I'm not as interesting as you guys. <laughs> what? Come on now. You know what? I you just told the story about Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have, when I'm in the car these days, I guess because I'm always surrounded by music, I listen to a lot of like sports podcasts. Uh, <laughs> and I'm an unfortunate Knicks fan for life. So oh, okay. Uh, okay. all we do is just want to you know throw shit at the wall. <laughs> so that, that's one of the things. I'm... Same, like, you know, R&B stuff, because I'm getting ready for tonight. I've been doing a lot of Motown stuff, so that. Uh, if you guys are into other music, there's a group called Dream Car. That, uh, it, uh, it's like a super group from L.A. that includes, like, a bunch of, I guess, like, older 80s people. And uh, they, they're new, but they sound like, like straight up 80s stuff wow and uh so that would be my one interesting contribution but besides that trust i'm the worst man if you ever like when i run i listen to the worst music like you go why are you listening to this (laughs) (laughs) oh my god terrible like for a while i used to i just used to put like just like britney spears like the stuff that i i I make fun of in public. Guilty pleasure. In, in public, right. you make fun of it, but when it comes on the radio and in your car, um, you don't change the channel. When you're running, <laughs> you, 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 you think you roll your car window up to you. Fuck yeah. That's when you're bumping it and you hit that red light and you're like, oh. You roll the windows <laughs> over like, oh, no, <laughs> water, no, water, no, water. Music for when nobody's looking. Yeah, I made a, I made yeah, a mix like yeah, that. Yeah, music yeah, for yeah, when nobody's yeah. looking. Yeah. But yeah, so I listen to just terrible, terrible music. My mom I liked wish most I was, of the songs. I wish <laughs> I was more one of those, you know, like Norm, I have a lot of friends who are just, they really enjoy music. But <clears throat> I don't know, when I became a DJ, when I became a turntablist, like I really looked at music differently. It was a tool. Right. Like to make beat, like my beat juggles and whatever, and just my appreciation of it kind of changed because my the the use for it was different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. And um, that's definitely one of the unfortunate things because I was a music head. You know, I just I, I would just you know try to find everything and just soak it up, like the all genres. I really was like that, you know. And when I became a DJ, it became my job, and I kind of lost some of that passion, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, usually yeah. what happens. Yeah, a little bit. It's hard. It's yeah, hard. Yeah, when you do it, yeah, when you break for a living too, yeah. it's like uh, I don't feel like breaking right now yeah, when you go yeah. somewhere, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. want to sleep in. Huh? Just want to sleep in. Yeah, yeah. man, I, I be sleeping in all the time. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's about that time. Yeah, it's about that time. Uh, right. we're, we're gonna wrap it up, and this these, time we're wrapping up. These perverts wrapping came up with up, wrapping it up with Rockstrike Googles and uh, Rockstrike. The term. <laughs> <laughs> These guys. That's actually. Go ahead, Sasa. Wait. <laughs> that's not. That's not uh, fabricated. That's actually no, that's from Sasa's little. Yeah, hello. Oh, He's got shit. like a toy. That's amazing. That's or an instrument. <laughs> Instrumental. So, uh, Raj, right? The terminology that you're gonna have to Google today is the unicorn. 
You sick fucks. So go ahead and look it up on uh, Google. <laughs> Give you a second. You fi- okay, you found it. Yeah, you guys come up with the dirtiest shit. The unicorn. Please please read the definition. I don't have time to look perverted shit on the internet, so these guys do it for me. So then I can talk shit when I go abroad. All right. Following in the tradition of the Dirty Sanchez, the sexual act. This is asexual. This is this can only be done to a girl with hair at least eight inches long, while she is sleeping. You ejaculate in her hair, aiming to the front specifically. <laughs> then take a small clump of her hair, um, at the very front and center, and pull it straight up till it's taut, rubbing the seminal fluid and holding her hair until it dries. She will wake up with her hair resembling that distinguishing feature of a unicorn. Rosh right, you're a sick fuck. Yeah, you guys are bored. <laughs> fuck you guys. You guys, you, you guys are horrible. You guys are horrible. You are a sick. <laughs> yeah, legend. With Tom Cruise. Oh, shit. All right, we're going to go ahead wow. and close out this podcast, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. For you, uh, those of you that are watching us live on Facebook or Instagram, go to Blue, Bluefoot Bar, North Park, here in San Diego. Uh, DJ Neil Armstrong will be spinning. Yeah. And he has his 45s for sale. We do. Uh, so please hit him up. It's a Raisin Heads uh, record release. His first vinyl release. DJ Norm Rockwell, DJ Gabby Gav will be in the house. Do you want to say who else will be there? Yeah. Um, Columbo, Yo Colombo, mm-hmm. Bar One. And we have um, uh, Sophie and I'm from LA, Power 106 FM. And uh, DJ Hella Yella from uh, Core DJs from Austin. Damn. Right. Yeah, yeah, we're going. It's a, it's a packed house. Yeah, bro. we're going. Coast to coast. And you could find uh, Neil online at is it DJ Neil Armstrong dot yep. com. Yep. He's yep. having a moving sale. <laughs> yes hit him I am. up. Yes, I am. Get up his hit up his mixtapes are really cheap right now. We suggest oh, yeah. you, you pick them up. Two fifty. <laughs> Two fifty a mixtape. Um, it's gonna and, buy him again. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, and then on Instagram they can find you. Uh, is it DJ Neil Armstrong or? Yep. Okay, Easy. on Instagram, and then... Uh, DJ Neil Armstrong for Facebook. Yeah, yeah. everything. And, and if you go to his website, he has all the links there for his uh, social media, so it's not hard to find him. And yeah. if you forget, Google is your best friend, as usual. And uh, here at the Not So Fesh Podcast, we'd like to thank Neil yeah, thank and, so and Norm. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming out. Oh, uh, for the record, 5th Platoon was up there for me. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Really quick, when I when I first watched a lot of the DJ videos with you know everybody on the ITF DMC side, Rolly Rowe was probably one of the first guys I saw. Yeah, yeah. So sure. you know, Dope Dope platoon was always out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, thanks appreciate for coming that. out. Yeah. Yes, sure. yeah, thanks for coming, and joining us. All right, guys, we're gonna end this podcast number thirty-three. Peace out. Peace. Peace.